This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 107.1. Oh my gosh, if you had a waterbed, what did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? Give us a call, 651-641-1071. Mike wants to talk to you about your waterbed. And <laughs> Sounds <laughs> depending creepy. On hey, I'm a real, I'm going to put you on the air, but I just want to talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> call now. Yeah, so give us a call and tell us what you didn't like or liked about your waterbed. Why are Maybe we you talking about it. waterbeds, Dwayne? Because I wanted to know what happened to them. Yeah, that's a good question because... For those under the age of, well, Mike, I bet your generation probably was familiar with them, but I don't know if anyone younger than you probably ever had a waterbed. I knew of one waterbed in my life, and it was my best friend's, like, four-year-older brother. He had and the only water brother, was... only waterbed that I knew of. What was he doing? Well, I mean, I just knew his, I was okay. at my best buddy's place. I knew where his room was, and it had a yeah. waterbed. That's the only waterbed so I ever knew like, of. Waterbed. Cool. Mm-hmm. But... For those of us of, I think, our generation, because we're Gen Xers. That's right. um, Water beds were like peak 80s. Like, I think anyway, like we were we were slosh. I would say probably the late 70s, early 80s was peak water bed time. Well, actually, the late 80s. Oh, okay. One in four people had a water bed. I had one. Yeah, I did. Did you? Um, I, it wasn't mine, but I, um, it was my boyfriend's. And so, yes, I mean, on one. I did sleep on one or tried to <laughs> actually for five, six years. I wanna, we moved it to Dallas. Which I want to talk in the butt. waterbeds and we do have someone on the line, but I want you to tell us what happened to them. Do you, okay. Do you yes. know what happened? Yes, I do know what happened. So, um, of course, they were marketed as like, oh, it's good for your back, which I don't agree at all. Um, and they're, you can date them all the way back to 3,600 BCE. What? When Persians filled goatskin mattresses with water warmed by the sun. The 1800s, a Scottish physician created a hydrostatic bed for hospital patients with bed sores. Oh. And so this was, uh, so they took a thin layer of rubber and then sealed it up with varnish. That's not going to spring a leak. But what happened to them is that um, basically the the Tempur-Pedic mattress came out and um, the adjustable Craftmatic beds came out, which became way more popular. And so they weren't just like your standard mattress anymore. So people wanted something that was softer or more designed for them. And so they realized finally, this is a pain in the butt to move and um, it could spring a leak. Yes. And it's, it's heavy and not very comfortable. Yeah, all of those things. And I, I, I want to talk even more about our own waterbed experiences. But let's go to Beth. She's been pleasantly holding for us. Beth, what's your waterbed memory? Memory, excuse me. 
Oh, I loved my waterbed. I loved it uh, being warm in the winter. And when my kids were little, I could lay on my stomach and burp them over my shoulder. Oh. And we had a waveless one. So, oh, yes. you know, it wasn't all like that motion stuff. But I loved it. I still miss it to this day, honestly. Wow. Okay. Did you know that you can still get one? Um. Well. It's like a hybrid. Yeah, but like I was just listening to you. You're true. I mean, it's really hard to have it move and we have uh animals now that maybe could uh, pop it and yeah. insurance companies probably don't really want to insure that either maybe because well, you're so practical damage, now maybe. well yeah that's know. what happens when we get older we get practical right beth yes <laughs> yeah that's for sure right thank you yeah, so- i've had one for many years and i loved it okay. thanks for that uh thanks. memory beth love yeah. you guys love, love you too, too beth should we go to john sure john's got a waterbed memory as well Hey, Hi, John. John. John, tell us about your waterbed. John? Well, so I'm a side sleeper, and being able to just, like, curve into the bed and be comfortable yeah. was the most best experience that I had, and I made it oh. in high school, the frame. Oh, oh you, you made did. your own? Yeah, I made the frame myself in high school in wood shop. Wow. And, uh. It's just so my hip could sink in uh-huh. and my head would be on the pillow mm-hmm. and I would be like in the most comfortable spot. Okay. You know, that's you interesting know? because I felt like with the problems I had oh, with yeah. my back that it actually wasn't great for it. But some people are saying it was good for their back. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, yeah, but being a side sleeper, mm-hmm. you know, my hip would sink down in, yes. you know, versus being forced up, That's you know, true. and then having to put pillows up. It, it was just, it was the most amazing experience. Well, great, you know, John. I, I would wake up refreshed and and uh, I wouldn't go to school. You wouldn't go to school? <laughs> go to school. I'm, I'm, I'm still sleeping. I'm, going, I'm not going to school yet. John's still napping. Hey, John, thanks for that Thank waterbed you. memory. Dawn, you know, uh, I think it was Beth. Was it Beth that yeah. we just talked to mm-hmm. before, John? And she referenced the non-wavy or the waveless sleep uh, waterbed. I feel like there was a progression, right? Yes, like, there was. When I had a waterbed, and I texted my mom when I knew you were going to talk about this. I texted my mom like, why did I have a waterbed? Because I very distinctly had a waterbed. But I'm mm-hmm. like, you know that generation and our like the kind of family we had like i was like mm-hmm. my parents surely didn't buy this because i wanted it yeah they weren't what did you say to me they weren't into giving you things you wanted <laughs> my parents were not in the habit of giving me things that i wanted yeah. you know what i mean unless it was like a gift <laughs> truly and it wasn't going to be a whole big ass waterbed yeah so i texted my mom and she's like well i think we used it and then we didn't want it anymore so we gave it to you because it was a very wavy waterbed, mm-hmm. and so you would like, oh yeah, that's and the you kind couldn't I get had. out in the morning. Yeah, you'd have to like climb over to the ledge and like pull yourself over. Yeah, I totally can relate to that because the person I dated, well, lived with, he was six foot seven, and he was a, you know, yeah, I was in the crack a lot, like. <laughs> <laughs> when I say that, I yeah, mean, you would roll he, to the side. I would be up. And then roll into the cracks because well, he would have the other side down. I can't imagine with somebody else in it because the minute somebody else moves, yeah. you're going to go boing, 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 boing off, like, right? Like, because you're just squishing one 
yeah. side of the thing. I just, and also it looks like within this, which you can read this article, uh, it's on our show links page, but it talks about how they really did sell it in the 70s and 80s of like, ooh, it's really great for Nookie, which I do <laughs> not you, agree. Anyone? No You need a solid way. foundation. You, you there's need to no plant resistance. <laughs> there's no, you're just going like, it's just the waves just, the, the waves go and then they come back, you yeah. know, and so you don't, it doesn't, it doesn't work well. It actually, no, you like have to be like to, an Olympic athlete. It's like trying to do it on uh, one of them exercise balls. Nothing is, I mean, <laughs> sorry. Let's go to Gina. She's been patiently Gina, waiting. Help us, Gina. Gina! Hi. Hi. Tell us about your waterbed. Well, my husband and I were married in 1982. Uh-huh. And we took our wedding money and bought a waterbed um and we the the family joke is we like to tease our adult sons that they were conceived in a waterbed <laughs> that's fantastic and were they like that's they cool good swimmers? or like please don't <laughs> are they good swimmers they were disgusted. <laughs> yeah exactly disgusted. as they should be but gina that's yeah. hilarious did you how long did you have the waterbed for um we had it so oh, probably um Eight years. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. Well, thank you, Gina. Thank you, Gina. Yeah. You, you know, uh, one of the things that, I don't know, would create a problem for me on a waterbed. Can you imagine if you had a tummy ache? And you had and to you get out. <laughs> oh, no. I can't. I can't. You're like, get out. Hurry up. You're like, I can't. You just keep rolling. You can't get out. Because you, guys... you did. For those who don't remember, Mike, like, I don't know if you've ever, like, laid in a mm-hmm. waterbed before. You, I mean, it literally. Oh, you've never been in a your... waterbed. Mike, we need to get you in a waterbed. <laughs> well, okay. That, <laughs> words that Mike never wanted to hear from his coworkers. Okay, you didn't mean hey, that. Mike! No, we just need you to experience a waterbed. Because bed. you, to try to gather enough core strength. To get yourself out of the bed was just ridiculous. (laughs) Right. And then to your point, Dawn, you might sometimes roll into the crack and then you get wedged in between the frame because the frame was just a box, essentially, like an open box. Right. Yeah. And so then you get wedged in between the, the mattress and the frame. And mine, I remember it had like a soft uh, cushion. (laughs) Edging to on it the with edge, velvet. So yeah. you wouldn't like knock your head into it. Sure. But right. then you had to climb over that because yeah. <laughs> you were stuck down in the crack. <laughs> it was not easy, man. You guys can still get one. They are like um they're more sophisticated now, but you can find them on Wayfair and then um the Boyd Comfort Supreme mattress has all <laughs> one that you're doing like a commercial. <laughs> anyway, it has five layer wave reduction system. See, at that point, I'd just be like, just get a good Tempur-Pedic or Posturepedic or whatever the yeah. mushy, gushy stuff that we have these days that's not going to spring a leak. That's right. right. Yeah, well, these don't apparently anymore. They've really become more sophisticated. Is it so. even water? Maybe it's like just some kind it of It is. Gel. It's just inter- it's inter- intertwined with other things, so oh, okay. it isn't going to All right. Leak. Well, hey, thanks for that walk down, or I should say sail down memory lane. Mm-hmm. When we come back, Olivia Wilde and Emily Ratajkowski. Uh, apparently they're not doing well. We'll tell you why. I need a hero. Yes, you do. How about a hero that saves you money? You want to save 69 bucks? You got any pesky electrical issues around the house? Hero is going to give you $69 off your next 
electrical project or repair, all you got to do is call Hero.com. And obviously, don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you, but they'll give you that $69 off. And look, Hero's been in business since 1914. They have literally serviced hundreds of thousands of homes across the metro. They have experience with older homes. They Well, and also new homes. So like all of the technology, whatever you can throw at Hero, they are used to dealing with those unique challenges. So the best part of Calling Hero is that they just make the whole process easy. They're confident that once you experience their service, they're going to be the only company you call when it comes to your home. So let's get that electrical issue taken care of now. Scheduling service is quick and convenient. You know it's as easy as Call Hero. Dot com and save that $69. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. You're listening to My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Thank you for joining us. It's Hump Day. Yeah. We have tattoo some. Time. T- it is tattoo time. Yes, it is. Thank you, Brittany. She's a good uh, fan of our show. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't that be great if she was? Well, maybe you she know. is. Who knows? You, you can listen online at mytalk1071.com. Stream us. Okay. Um, we got to talk about Olivia Wilde, who used to date Harry Styles for two years. I just was reading about this last night when looking up this story about um, her friend making out with her ex. Yeah. So we're talking about Olivia Wilde feeling betrayed today, you guys. So you know, yesterday I told you that Emily Ratajkowski, frankly, was trying really hard to, she was begging, begging Olivia Wilde to forgive her for making out with Harry Styles on the streets of Tokyo recently. And um, why would she need to beg Olivia Wilde's forgiveness, you ask? Well, of course, because as you pointed out, Olivia Wilde dated Harry Styles for a couple of years during the pandemic. Yeah. And, uh, we thought that was kind of rich. I specifically will own the fact that I thought it was rich that a woman who allegedly supposed it, like this is all tabloids. So if we're living in tabloid town, this is the same woman who cheated on her husband with Harry Styles. So I kind of feel like yeah. Emily doesn't owe her any apology for making out with Harry Styles because, well, they're not dating any longer. They've yeah. moved on. Yeah. We're all grown adults here. Or are we? Today, we've learned, according to tabloid headlines, that Olivia Wilde does, in fact, feel betrayed. So it's it sounds like Emily Ratajkowski should be begging for her apology. Now, why does she feel betrayed, you ask, Dawn? Um, because she was friends. They were friends. Yes. They went to a concert together. Quote, Olivia and Emily were friends. And this is a betrayal. A betrayal! Olivia does not want to be dragged into this mess. And she refuses to go backwards into her life. She is focused on her career. Now, again, this is a... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. 
The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Source. I don't know who this source is, and who does but they it are benefit? being very dramatic. Yeah. Whenever we look at who the source is, we always look at who does this benefit, yeah. and then it's usually attached to that person. Yeah. So, yeah. who does it benefit? <laughs> well, I'm going to read the rest of the source. You tell me. Okay. Olivia does not want to be dragged into this mess, and she refuses to go backwards in her life. She is focused on her career and her kids and not giving this any more of her energy. Although they did say he energy, but I think they meant her. Okay. Uh, so again, that's what the that's what the source says. The source says that Olivia has no plans to get back together with either Harry Styles or Jason Sudeikis because quote she did not break up with Harry to get back with Jason, and this is a zero percent chance of them getting back together. Jason and Olivia are friends and in a great place right now, but that ship sailed long ago. This source has lots of opinions. What's going <laughs> on, Dawn? Who is this source talking from? Well, this is basically an Olivia Wilde source now mm, that we tell see. Tell me why. Because they want to say she's risen above this. Yes, she could be mad. They want to make the point that, yes, she has the right to be mad because her friend is going into, you know, territory that probably isn't too great as a friend like if we could just break it down and think about your own life even if let's just take out the fact that she may or may have cheated on her husband with harry styles like you got this guy that you dated and then your friend starts making out with them yeah you know it's even if it was uh, six months ago or if you're over it it's kind of like a taboo thing that you probably shouldn't do to your friend but you just can't. But is resist. that true? Like, you know, you yeah. referenced this yesterday. You really think that's true? I do. <laughs> I do. No, and that's fine. I, I just never. I'm pushing at it a little bit because I think that's a thing we always say. Mm-hmm. And I can I can totally understand the rationale. Like you uh, uh, like I date someone, then I break up with that person and you, then yeah. my friend dates them. And I can see how a person might be mm, a little miffed by that. But right. I want to push back a little bit on that because. Maybe you two weren't meant to be together, but these two were. That would be a very mature adult way to approach it. <laughs> However, when emotions are involved, yeah. you might get a little PO'd. I can't. I, I can admit that I would probably. Oh yeah, be I'm not saying you wouldn't PO'd. have emotions, but yeah. you're not going. But you don't think that that those. Emo- well, maybe you do. I don't want to put words in your mouth, so you tell me. Do you think then that that emotion trumps like the action? Meaning because you have that emotion, your friend should behave differently? Um, Not necessarily, but I, as the friend, probably wouldn't go there. Just because I would be thinking about her the whole time, Mm. you know? I don't know. There's so many books to read out there, you know, as Mike said. There's a lot of books to read. There's a lot of people to date, and for her, she can date anybody. What if that was your soulmate? Your soulmate? I mean... Well, we'd have to get down to whether or not you Girl, believe in soulmates. what else you got going on? <laughs> got a minute and a half. Why are you running away? Um, you know, <laughs> I'm totally, I'm totally pushing on this what? just because I think, I think that that makes total sense what you're saying. Yeah. But like, really? What if yeah. you really love that person? Well, she knows. She, I think she's just making out with him in Tokyo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, with these two. I'm talking about you, girl. Oh well, I mean. 
I don't know if you thought that that was your soulmate. Maybe she thought Harry Styles was her soulmate. Yeah. Obviously, she thought she was romantically. Well, that's why I think she, if she is indeed bitter, let's be clear. Like, yeah. This is all conjecture. But if she is indeed bitter, that's why. Mm-hmm. Because she did something she probably doesn't feel good about. Right. And she's like, and I did and it with that guy. coming back to haunt her. Ooh. Which is a totally point. human, you know, feeling for sure. Poor all right. Olivia. Poor Olivia. When we come back, Prince Harry's on trial. No, he's not. I think he's going to win. When we come back, <laughs> we'll tell you why right here on my talk. My talk, 1071, everything entertainment. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, a station where we make book clubs sexy. Mm. Yes, that's right. Read that book. That's right. Okay, we have to talk about. Prince Harry is oh, Prince back Harry. in England. I was like, what are you talking about? Book because clubs? he was just talking about Laurie and Julie's book club. And if a book club's going to be sexy, <laughs> it's going to be a Laurie and Julia book That's club. That's true. Right? Okay. Um, so we have to talk about Prince Harry being uh, at the trial, testifying uh, against the tabloids in Britain with Elton John and other British celebrities. What is going on now? This is the trial I want to see, not Gwyneth Paltrow making weird faces in court. Hello, Don. My name is Bradley Trainer, and I'm a barrister outside of a London courtroom. Mmm. It's a oh, lovely wait, no. powdered wig you have on. And I'm here to tell you what this trial is all about. Thanks. My powdered wig, by the way, has no connection to my legal role. I just like to wear it. <laughs> oh, uh, so... You talked about yesterday after we discussed Gwyneth Paltrow's trial that Harry, excuse me, I got emotional. The Duke of Sussex was in court this week as well. And that was the trial you would like to see on court TV. Well, apparently uh, this all boils down to the lawsuit that he has brought against the Daily Mail and breaches of privacy uh, by the Associated Papers, and Associated Papers is, of course, the the, the, Daily, the Mail Daily Mail and the Sun, etc. Yeah. So in his testimony, now he there's a written filing of his testimony. He said the following: that he was unaware of the alleged invasions by Associated Papers, that is the Daily Mail and others, when he sought legal counsel outside of the royal family. Now he and Megan have, of course, sued a bunch of people in recent years and here's what he said through investigating my claim i've been made aware of extensive evidence of wrongdoing and subsequent cover-ups that associated daily mail etc which demonstrates that not only has it been acting outside the law oh yeah doing illegal things but it also believes it is above it i am determined to hold associated accountable for everyone's sake now what he's referring to is that he is alleging rather through his attorneys that private investigators were doing these dirty deeds on behalf of associated papers, things like hacking voicemail, tapping landlines, obtaining credit card statements. Mm. And he says that he and his friends and family members were the targets. And so was Megan, of course, at the time and other women that he dated. Now they have evidence going all the way back to 2001 associated papers. However, that is the daily mail is saying, hogwash or like poppycock or whatever British mm-hmm. word they would choose to say lies. Balderdash. Balderdash. Falderall. <laughs> More. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of other words. I can't. But but they're basically saying it, there was a former private investigator who said in a statement 
uh, or I should say that in the statement they said this private investigator was doing this work on behalf of those papers. The papers have said, absolutely not, this person doesn't work for us, and he's already recanted his statement. So what are we to make of Prince Harry's attempt to speak truth to power in this case, although he's kind of powerful himself, but. Um, well, I think it's good. He needs to, they need to be accountable for this kind of stuff because if they aren't, they'll just continue to do it. Money talks, you know, if they're sued and they have to pay out because there are other people involved in this suit, other celebrities that claim the same thing. So I'm sure that all of their attorneys have a lot of evidence against them or they wouldn't be bringing it up. Like they don't just do it without evidence because they'll advise them. Yeah, you shouldn't do this because you're not going to win. So I think they probably will be able to change some laws or held, hold people accountable for their lies. And do you think that Harry is the best person to make this case? Because I think a lot of people in the British public think he's just sour grapes and he's just, you know, a spoiled royal, mm-hmm. spoiled royal. Um. So, like, do you think that he is well-placed to make the, like... Spoiler alert, I think he's like the perfect person to do this because like the average person isn't going to have any agency and nobody's going to listen to the average person complain about how the tabloids, you know, do dirty deeds. Because for every Harry and Meghan, there are probably countless like just open the tabloids on any given day. And there are so many average folk whose names get sucked up into the mess Mm. and then their lives can be ruined. They can lose their jobs. They can have, you know, all on rumors and innuendo. And apparently... You know, with like private investigators digging around and trying to make, you know, hay out of all sorts of allegations. So I I, I just meant by asking you, I was saying I feel like Harry is actually really the person to make this case. Yes, because he has specific instances where he can, you know, people can follow along. You know, you can find the papers that had information where, you know, for instance, they published. You know, they they sued them for publishing um, in a previous case and they won yeah. um, Thomas Markle's letter to Megan. That was partially Thomas Markle's fault as yeah, well. Did, yeah. But, um, you know, they were it's like tapping phones. Getting, they have proof of that kind of stuff. Well, and people here's the thing. I think people will listen. Tracking their cars. <clears throat> Why is the British tabloid press trying to take my voice away? Oh, well, I mean, maybe they did something to the, the coffee. <laughs> oh, my God, Dawn! I'm just saying. Anybody else not. experiencing any no, I just pro- problems? Okay. Um, Mike, are you doing okay? I'm right? okay, thank All you. Right. Did you have coffee, though? I didn't from down there, no. Did you, Dawn? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, but uh, my, my point is, like, when they, like, because he's so high profile, mm-hmm. I think you need somebody like Prince Harry to advocate and to fight against the tabloids because again the average person doesn't have the name recognition nobody's listening bob mccracken your favorite (laughs) bob mccracken nobody's listening to bob mccracken on a street corner complaining about the daily mail writing a, a you know a false story about his nose job yeah Right. Right. But you know that there have to be a hundred of those stories in any given week and they just assume that most people aren't going to fight back. Well, you know, yes, it's easy for us over here, like those spoiled rich royals. No. Right. Like, okay, but. But. Let's listen to what he's actually saying. Right. And I know he brings up in court. um, He brought up how 
they created terrifying situations for Chelsea Davy and ex, yeah. his ex, and it just wasn't normal. They were following them everywhere, um, and she was being harassed to death. I mean, she and, called him in tears in in like every single place. Why? How did they know where she was going? You know, allegedly they tapped her phone. And they were trying to get oh, totally. They tapped inform- phone. I mean, information and, like you know, she just had to end the relationship, you know. Uh, also, that is one of the pieces of Harry's story that we learned in Spare, not to beat a dead book club topic, but we will for the because it's relevant to this conversation mm-hmm. was I was struck. But you know how like we will say like, oh, stop complaining about the fact that the press shows up at your door to take your picture now that you're dating a royal. I think we all just think like you should be grateful for the, you know, like because now like like that's just that comes with the territory. Right. Mm. But when you actually begin to think about it and maybe it's just because of where we are in the world today, when I was listening to him tell that story about, you know, every time he would date someone or his brother would date someone yet you and his dad would date someone that you have just the weight of the British press, like your entire country is suddenly interested in Mm -hmm. you. And all you thought you were doing was going to have dinner with, you know, this, you know, hot guy who seems kind of interesting. I would run away from that so fast. Yeah. And I can totally understand why people would, because I would think like, well, you're not going to change what you do just because like you don't want to deal with press coverage. Every like, time she will you leaves never her call house. me again, please. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we can have a secret relationship, right? And they tried to for a while, but the minute this goes public, I'm out. And do you remember in the book Spare? So a lot of this was happening while he was serving in Afghanistan, and so they were tapping her phone, trying to get information to find out where he was in the world yeah. to come and find him and leak all that to the press, and then. The actual enemy got a hold of that information and people's lives were at stake because yeah. they're like, we're going to kill your prince. Like, we're going yeah, to kill Yeah, and so then Harry. they showed up and were like, okay, you got to come home because and now he had it's to, unsafe. Exactly, because you're And not ready. even because of you, but because you're putting, uh, it, it's putting other, other soldiers, it's risks. Uh, their lives you know, in Their danger. lives at risk. And that is absolutely what happened twice when he was uh, serving. So he was... Not just heartbroken that his passion in life and his hard work, just he had to leave the military basically in that capacity because he didn't want his friends to potentially be in danger. Yes, they're in danger already because you know, they put themselves. Yeah, I mean, they're in the military. It's But this is an added layer of like we anybody in his unit was tenfold yeah. their lives were at risk. And again, we're talking about Harry and this trial against Associated Papers. Like, I just think about all, like, he is well-placed to fight against this in a way that a bunch of other people without name recognition, without, yes, he's going to, but he's going to be fine, right? Like, he's, the press already hates him. The public, I don't know, they're already sort of half and half, right? Brainwashed, Yeah. <laughs> brainwash whatever you want to call it like but but my point is it doesn't matter like so that's where i think what he's doing is and i know this is not a noble's not the right word but this is what i think is uh positive about what he's doing is that despite all of that he's willing to do something because he could mm-hmm. truly just be like i'm rich i got money 
I got a future. We got to borrow money from Tyler Perry though to get a house. Well, so. no, but but they're going to be fine. They just yeah. you know they're getting six figures plus from Netflix, seven figures. Like they're going to be fine. He could just say like I'm going to go off and do the thing. I'm out. Bye. But he's actually choosing to help. Now, you could say that's driven by his ego. Have you met people? I don't, you need something to drive you to do something, right? But I think the benefit for everyone is that if he's successful, it will disencourage, that's not a word, disincentivize. It will encourage tabloids to think twice. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Before they engage in these, not just like we're going to tell you a story we heard, like some gossip news, we're actually going to think twice before we tap your phones, pay the people that love you dearly enough money so that they will lie about you or reveal your secrets. Going through your trash. Yeah. I mean, it's really bad stuff. So. I think that that's that's been that's the benefit from Harry doing this. And stuff. also, we have to remember that his mother was hunted by the paparazzi. He feels like he has to, you know, these are the same people that caused her death, and she would do anything for them to protect them and her grandchild, right? That she never got to meet. So, because of them, and and also in the past, he never could do this because the palace will not go to court with. The paparazzi. Yeah. So he never had a chance. Now that he's not working for them anymore, yeah. now on his own, uh, he can he can do this. And he has Elton John, he has Elizabeth Hurley, and a bunch of uh, Sadie Frost, a bunch yep. of other, and a Baroness from who knows where. Yeah. Just people that McCracken. they have trashed. Baroness McCracken. So, yeah, I think it's great that he's doing this, and I hope they win. Absolutely. And when we come back... We're going to spin Mike's roulette wheel. We'll find out what game it lands on, what we're going to play. When we return right here on my... Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends right over at Boulevard Auto Works. You know, spring has sprung. <laughs> it's It might be in the process of springing. I don't know. Spring will eventually be here. And here's the thing. When it does finally sprung, you're going to be driving around with the windows down, enjoying that fresh air. Maybe you're going to hear a weird noise. Maybe that weird, unusual noise is coming from your vehicle. If that's the case, I want you to call Tom and his team over at Boulevard Auto Works, BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team have been right over in St. Anthony for well over 40 years, and there's a reason. Because the level of service and expertise that they provide to each and every customer is bar none. You're going to love it. How do I know? 
because that's where I bring my car. And so should you. So again, if you're driving around with the windows down or maybe you turn on the AC for the first time of the year, it's hard to believe that that might actually happen. It will. If you hear a weird noise or there's a problem with your AC, it's not blowing as cool as you'd like it to, you know what to do. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. At the end of the show, we play a fun game, and Mike puts it all together because he's our game show host. Bye. Yeah. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, we are going to spin that wheel and figure out what we're going to play today. Hmm? Well, There's the wheel. What? There it goes. Oh, there what it is goes. it? What's it going to be? What's it going to be? <gasps> it is... Oh. Name that tune! Yes! Oh, see, I don't ever know the Name That Tune uh, well, song. Well, because it's so, like, lo-fi for a music-based show, yeah, I always is. remember. It is indeed Name That Tune. I maybe added a few more Name That Tune spaces to the wheel because people love this game. They tell me that, and I know you two love it as well. Of course we do. Uh-huh. So we are going to play a little <laughs> Name That Tune. Everyone knows the rules by now. We've played it a bunch of times. And uh, we've got a theme today. The theme is number ones, Billboard Hot 100 hits oh. from movies. Better than number twos. Okay. So every um. one of these songs hit number one. And they were from movie soundtracks. Okay. Oof. So right. I will, and then I will give you, of course, an additional clue. And uh, then you guys can start the bidding on uh, whether or not you think you can get it right. And again, your job is to simply name that, that tune. tune. We'll start it off with the coin flip. Someone call it Tails. It's heads. Okay. So you'll start the bidding, Bradley. Bradley. Uh, this first clue is simply this. Are you ready? Yep. Three countries came together. For this hit from 1991. Three countries came together. And I'll explain later what that means, but that's your little clue. Dawn, I can name this tune in three seconds. Wow. Name that tune. Okay. Three aggressive right out of the gate. Yeah. Love to hear it. Let's give this a whirl. You got three seconds. Again, your clue for this one. Three countries came together for this hit from 1991. Here we go. There's your three seconds. Uh, everything I do, I do it for you. Yes, you do. Yeah. Nicely done. Good job. Was yeah. this like Africa? Um, do you remember the movie? Sweden. Nope. No, I'm trying to think of like band names. Was that, oh. was that the hint? Oh, no, no, no. no. The, the hint is... Uh, <laughs> That's not a country. The, the clue, uh, to explain the clue, uh, the, it was from the movie Robin Hood. Oh, which of course is an English movie, which is oh, starring I in a which was starring an American actor and Kevin Costner, and then the singer was Brian Adams, a Canadian. Okay, that so was, those were the three. That was like a hint that wasn't a hint. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to be. Like it was just supposed to. Don't you be, love how he you tries? You got to it screw? right. Don't, you got it right. Yeah. What are you talking about? I am complaining. Don't, don't I can complain Bob. however I want don't to. Takes the one O lead and <laughs> complains about it. <laughs> Stop it, Christina. Okay. Wow. Okay. Takes the one. Uh, takes okay. the one okay. lead, and uh, now it's going to be Don starting the bidding here for this one. Are you ready for the clue? Yeah. This song samples a 1976 hit and was featured in a 1995 drama when it hit number one. Bradley, I can name that tomb in th- tomb. tomb? <laughs> Yeah, we're doing archaeology. 
soot in four Hatch seconds. Soot. Four seconds, she says. Oh, John, I can name that tune in three seconds. I can name that tune in two seconds. Oh, my God. You can't even say it in two (laughs) Two seconds. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dawn, name that tune. Okay. All right. We're going to be naming this tune in two seconds. Man, remember when we started this and you guys were like 15 seconds, 12 seconds. I know. Well, we got to be aggressive. I like it. Well, because I I, I found out that it's actually a lot easier than we think to get it in like two or three. Yeah. All right, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Don, you've got a chance Thanks to tie it all up by but... naming this tune. Uh, your clue once again. It uh, samples a 1976 hit and was featured in a 1995 drama when it hit number one. Okay. Here you go. Oh. Name oh, that shoot. tune. Gangster's Paradise. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Nicely done. Like, why is she having a hard time with that? You just couldn't because you were words. staring at me with your arms folded. Remember the movie? Um, dangerous mind. I, dangerous mind. I'm not allowed to stare at you. Well, you were being a, <laughs> you were being an a hole, b hole, c hole. Wow. As my mom would say. What? I'm literally, Mike. I'm literally sitting here staring at her. I know. Man. That makes me it's a AB, bad word. A b c hole. Like, A-hole, B-hole, C-hole. Oh my God, speaking of aggressive. <laughs> wow. I just right. wanted to say that. Bradley, you start the bidding this time. We're all knotted up. <laughs> That's just my face, Dawn. I can't help it. Okay. Uh, all right, we're, what now? We're all knotted up at one apiece. Okay. Okay. And it is Bradley's turn to start the bidding. Here we go. This was one of the nine number one hits from one of the greatest movie soundtrack songwriters of all time. I, uh, did you give me a year on that? Nope. Okay. Dawn, I can name that tune in three seconds. Name that tune. Okay. All right. A chance to take the lead back. Bradley, can if he can name this tune in three seconds. Again, the clue is one of the nine number one hits from one of the greatest movie soundtrack writers of all time. Here we go. Uh, oh, that's... Uh... I know the movie, and it's Jefferson Starship. All around me, I found the Name the tune. When you're hard to hold, baby, we can name some Love you. Uh, uh. Oh, we need us. Don't, 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 say, to hold, don't say anything. Baby, we can be together. Need an answer. You need an answer. You keep stopping right at the. <laughs> I need I five, four, three, two, one. Need an answer. Oh. What Apparently something nothing's gonna stop is gonna stop you right now. Stop. You literally I sang right it. up to it and you stopped. Oh, I know it's difficult. I know. You know what I don't my get problem that point, was? Though. You do get that point. Yes, you absolutely do. Yeah. You are not gonna fake diarrhea. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's not chance it. You got that point. Congratulations, Don. You take the lead after Bradley she could gets not to take an- my point. Yep, that's how that's it is. We've only played it nine times, so nine Ooh. times, um, something like that. Uh, okay. Well, and I've lost probably all of them. No, no, no. no. Okay. Yeah, okay, here we go. We still got a couple more to go through. A lot of time left. A lot of game left to be played. Here we go, Don. You're going to start the bidding on this one, okay? And again, the theme today is all number one hits from movie soundtracks. Here we go. This is a powerful tune from a long-running franchise that took a deeper meaning following a tragedy. Ooh, mm. I can't even think about that. Lots I can name happening. that tune in three seconds. 
I can name that tune in two seconds. Name that tune. Okay. All right, here we go. Opportunity to tie it back up. Of course, if you don't get it right, Don will take the win today. And the clue, once again. I don't think is... I would tie it, by the way, because I think she's too ahead of me. Right? No, she's one ahead of you because oh. we've only done three. There's oh. only three points available to be oh, awarded okay. so far. Right. Uh, here we go. Powerful tune from a long-running franchise that took a deeper meaning following a tragedy. You've got two seconds of it. All right. And here it is. Yeah. What the heck is that song? Can I hear that again? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> That's kind of how the game works. Uh, this is for the win for Don or for the tie. This is The Way We Were by Barbara Streisand. Don is the winner. Woo! Do you know the song? I don't, but is it from like a Paul Walker thing? It is absolutely okay, a Paul yeah, Walker thing. See you again see from you Fast again. 7. You know this song. Oh, yes, yes. oh it's the two seconds that... There you go, Don. You are the winner. Ah, you never hear Congrats, that. Congrats, Don. Congratulations. Oh my gosh. To be fair, I think you would, uh, you have won most of the name. Name that tune. She's on pretty good too. Yeah. You know, if it was name that artist, I would absolutely fail because I don't remember artists. I will Luckily look at the not. radio in the car and go, oh, I don't even. Yeah. You want to do one for fun here, the tiebreaker? Yeah. Sure. Okay, it. since it didn't matter here, but no, you guys no, will both no, work no. together on this one. No. This song is from a soundtrack with a few number one hits from this same group. This one, however, is unlike the others. Mm. Here is the song. See if you can name it. Oh, that's the uh the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. What's the name of the song? Um how deep is your love? Oh, yeah. There you go. How deep is your love? Depends on how much you feel that waterbed. <laughs> well, talk to Christine Aguilera. She's got four spots over yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. Wow. That's right. Wow. Well, that was Congratulations, yeah. Don. That was a lot of fun. Do you know fun. what the overall score is? Am I even close? Um, we'll get to that tomorrow. I'd have okay. to, oh, to no, do please, that. Please. We don't like to make him do math. No. What did oh, I thanks. not win? Um, we don't have time for that. So uh, you didn't win some dishes or something. Oh, okay. Dishes! Yeah, there you go. Flea market dishes. Some lobster soup. You did All not right. win that. When we come back, uh, we're not going to be gonna here. We're not going to be here. Lori and Julia will be here. Actually, today I think it's Julia and Brittany. Oh. Right. And uh, we'll be back again tomorrow on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn with plenty more on Gwyneth Paltrow and Harry Styles, probably Emily Ratajkowski and Dolphins and uh, 